Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents the Rowan Sports Review, a weekly program that brings you up to date on all the exciting news of Rowan University athletics, including recaps and highlights, player and coach interviews, and a preview of upcoming games. And now, here's your host, Rowan Radio Sports Director, Jack Miller. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jack Miller, your host for the Rowan Sports Review. I got to have an amazing conversation with Josh Wright, one of the point guards for Rowan's men's basketball team. I got to know who he is as a player and personally as well. I also wanted to talk to him about how he feels about the season starting up again. Here's how our conversation went. Josh, we haven't talked since our uh, our class since, what was it, sophomore year? Yeah. Uh, we had strategic sports communication. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, what'd you think of uh, Midnight Madness last night? It was, I heard it was a lot of fun. Um, Midnight Madness was cool, you know. Um, I, me, personally, I thought it was better last year. Um, there was more, way more people last year. Um, but I think they need to change it to, like, you know what I'm saying, not just, like, rowing students. It should be, like, to, like, rowing and like everybody else, you know, alumni too. Yeah, alumni too. Like people from different schools come out and mm-hmm. support. But um, you know, it was cool. It was cool. How are you feeling about the uh, Chuck Wrestler tournament uh, that's coming up in Rochester? Uh, because that's your first few yeah. games of the season. I mean, you guys got to have some sort of like maybe nervous feeling, maybe but also excitement feeling mm-hmm. of getting your season started this right. year. Um, well. Well, not really nervous, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't go in there, you know what I'm saying, and, like, play really hard. Um, but, yeah, there's always excitement, you know what I'm saying, especially, like, we just started, like, with a new tournament and stuff. So um, I think it's pretty it's pretty good. Been um, watching a lot of film on Maryville? Yeah, a lot of film. Because you, you didn't play in the, no, the, the play, last year against Maryville. No, I didn't play uh, um, the, last, the last time we played them, so I'm ready. I'm ready for them because we got our first loss, I'm pretty sure, off of them. Yeah, so, you lost uh, by three. yeah. So yeah. we'll be ready. We'll be and, ready. But your biggest loss in your entire season last year was by four. What made you guys such a winning team last year with Coach Crispin? And how can you carry that over with <clears throat> Brennan now, who was your assistant coach last year, but now he's your head coach? Um, I feel like um, we still have that same mentality that Crispin left here um, to like go in there, uh, you know what I'm saying, play with some energy, play with uh, a lot of pace, play with fast pace, you know. Um, but overall, um, you know what I'm saying? Coach, uh, EB, he, um, he has the same like mentality. Like he wants it all. Like he wants to win a lot this year. And, um, I think we can, we can do it with this team. I definitely saw that fire in his eyes when we talked to him, uh, in our last episode. So he, he's definitely got that fire in his eyes and in his, in his gut as well. But he also wants you guys to um, be more responsible yeah. on defense as well because you guys are so good on offense, yeah. but sometimes the defense hurt you a little bit. Has he been doing that with oh, you in practice? Oh, yeah. most that we, we, This is the most like defensive drills I've ever done <laughs> like, wow. on, a, on a basketball team. Even when you were in Cape May? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, <clears throat> especially like, in high school, I ain't really, you know what I'm saying, I ain't really play defense. Like, I, I ain't play defense. <laughs> but, like, now I, I take more accountability on the defensive end. Um, you know what I'm saying? He holds us, like, really accountable. Um, it, even if we miss an assignment, he's on us. And I think um, that's for, that's what I need, and I think that's what, like, the whole team needs because we were so used to, you know what I'm saying, just playing, outscoring everybody, and we didn't really care about, you know what I'm saying, giving up the wide-open uh, mid-range shot or, like, just giving up a wide-open layup. Um, I think 
EB, he's setting like a new standard here, and I'm like really enjoying it. That's good. And I know last year your standard when you were on and one with with Aiden yeah. and Shomer yeah. here at the station, you said, uh, and I quote, in 21, you guys wanted to, you guys were just chasing the NJAC, mm-hmm. and now you were trying to go through the whole country, right. and you thought that you could make it to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's the same standard this oh, year. Oh, that's a, that's that's most definitely the same standard. Um we're trying to we're trying to be like the first team, you know what I'm saying, since ninety six, pretty sure that the last time we won. So like we need to with this team I think we really do have the pieces defensively and offensively. So when when you went to the sweet sixteen mm-hmm. last year, that was your biggest loss this season. Yes. That had to that had to hurt a little bit when, when you lost by that much when you haven't lost by that much since 21 Mm -hmm. and that entire season you guys have just been going through everybody but when you lost those matchups were closed yeah so that was that was basically more that was more of a like a humbling defeat um i feel like we should have went farther than the sweet 16 but um yeah you said final four last year (laughs) yeah so like i think um you know uh we underachieved a little bit um but we played hard, like no matter what, we did play hard. It's just like we just didn't, you know, come together as how we should have been. So last year, you guys played Stockton three times, yeah, and you beat them all three times. And you said that's where your dad went to college as well. So yes, uh, when you lost to them in twenty one, you said it that that was like a little it, it was a little fire in your gut yeah. this season when you beat them three times you said that your dad was like coming at you on end one yeah. last year did you go back at him saying oh yeah oh yeah we beat you three times now oh yeah look yeah, at that most <laughs> definitely especially because he's a stockton alumni uh, i don't even you know what i'm saying <laughs> but like nah he was he was more proud of the fact that like um you know what i'm saying i beat his i beat his old school three times he was actually surprised that like when we beat him like two times out of the three by like 30 or more. Yeah. He was more impressed at the fact that like, damn, like they're really serious about what they, where they want to go. Yeah. And you guys beat him for the NJAC championship mm-hmm. was definitely something that was, had to release a fire as well. Mm-hmm. But you guys also definitely have a fire in your gut this season when you guys go against NJCU because mm-hmm. of what happened last year. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> we got something for Jersey city. I love Jersey city. Cause I have a couple boys that go to Jersey city, but, um, it's up for them. We, yeah. we got something for them. And um, for us being on ESPN, that's so crazy. <laughs> like, that How did you so feel about crazy. that? Um, I was I was more shocked. I was like, damn, like, they really hit that. Like, the way it transpired, I was just like, there ain't no way they was going to hit that shot at the end. <laughs> there yeah. was no way. There was no way. I mean, he literally faded away from, like, half court and just chucked it. So. Man, I blame Zier. I blame, blame Zier. Okay. This dude, don't th- he knows he never he never takes the ball out. And all of a sudden, because we was like just trying to get the ball in type stuff, so I understand why he did it. But like, dude, there was somebody right there. You didn't have to chuck it, but it was all right. It was all right. We got something for him. Well, I want to continue about your conversation with your dad because your dad was a huge influence on your life. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much gives you this mentality of hustle, grit, determination. Yes, sir. And he also um, taught you how to train in Wildwood yeah. with Tim's on yeah. at the beach. Have you have you done that since uh, since 15? Because when you were on and one, you said that 
Um, the last time you'd done it was in 15. Have you ever, have you gone back to those roots um, at all for the rowing seasons at all or no? Um, so this summer I did, but it wasn't with Tim's. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> with Tim's. It was just like me going up like, cause like, and while it was sometimes um, the beaches, they have like big sand dunes. So it was like five of them. So me and my dad went down there. He was like, all right, this time you don't got to wear a Tim. You just got to completely you gotta go over all of them. So I'm like, all right, that's better. That's better than, than Tim's. Did you feel Cole Anthony's pain when he had to do the dunk contest in Tim's? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you listen, knew what that was like? Listen, there's no way that I'm dunking with Tim's on. There's no way. There's, there ain't no possible way. But, um, yeah, I did feel his pain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because it's, it's not a basketball shoe, you know? <laughs> nah, not well, at all. What's your go-to basketball shoe, though? My go-to basketball shoe is either KD's. Kyrie's or Paul George's. And why? Is it just for like an ankle feel, a cushion feel? So or? I'm going to just tell you the three diff- like the different types. The, di- uh, the three different types. So um, so with KD's, they're more like structured for like your foot and like more has more cushion on them. Uh, Kyrie's is like for like ankle support because mm-hmm. I get the high top Kyrie's. Yeah. And then with like Paul George's is like all around. So like he got like the... The high tops, and then it's like feels good for like your feet and stuff. So yeah, for me, I'm I feel like I'm more of a James Harden shoe kind of guy yeah, because yeah, yeah. I always have blister problems with my with my uh, with my toes. Right, right. So I always feel like ever since I've worn the James Hardens that I've had, those are the cushion ones that I I really like. I had James Hardens like one time in prep school. But I just didn't like them. I felt like they were just too fat for me. Like they were just too fat on my feet. They are a little fat, but I think that it just gives you that cushion, which yeah. is for me, which is nice. So you get your hustle, your grit, determination all from your dad, right? But the thing is, is you also feel like I feel like you get it because of your basketball idol from Allen Iverson. Yes, sir. So for Allen Iverson, I'm assuming you've watched him as much as you can growing up. Too many up. times. Too many times? Too many. And you just based your entire play style off him pretty much. Yes. Him, him and like, I'll say Jalen Brunson a little bit. Yeah. Um, see, like with JB, he's like a really physical guard. Like AI was physical, but like he was more like flashy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like JB, he's like more like grit and like the bump off. Step backs, you know what I'm saying? I think I got that from, you know what I'm saying, JB. I feel like you also get that, like, the way you play is a little bit like Westbrook as well. Just, Westbrook, really? Just because you are you you also get physical in the paint, too. Yeah. Like, you, you don't care about anyone's size down low. Not at all. You, you're not, you're like, you kind of want to become a giant slayer at this point. You just want to get inside as well as just put the ball in the hoop That's as right. close as you can. Yeah, and yeah. But you also, as well, you'll you'll launch it from anywhere. And if <laughs> you said last year, hand down, man down, and that, and I see it a lot when you when you play. Yeah, man. It's just like I think that's what like that's where that's where my game is gonna go to like the next level is um you know like because if somebody plays me too too tight then I can just drive right by them you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or like if they just sag off or go under the screen then I'm gonna just shoot it because like. You know what I'm saying? If you really just, like, don't put a hand up, I'm really don't shoot it. So And, that, and you're just so versatile. <laughs> you can shoot the three. You can go down low, make a layup. You can well, also I, make mid-ranges as well. Correct. And, like, the most underrated part of my game, though, is my passing. Yeah. Now, a lot of people give me a lot of credit for that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like I can, like, a pass, like, with, the best of them in the end, Jack. You get rebounds too. You get you average like like you get that four, five, six rebound yeah. range. You, I mean, your best performance that you've had so far was when you had nineteen points and six rebounds yeah. versus Cabrini. Is there stuff in pregame that you do to like switch you into like a, a winning mentality mode? Um. So, 
I probably said this in like the first interview that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, so in high school, like, like I really had to do everything like for my team. So like I was out rebounding my centers. Wow. At, and I was only five, nine, five, ten at the time. So like I always had like a knack for rebounding, and like I always wanted to win. But like the pieces I had on my high school team, it wasn't really you know what I'm saying it it didn't match up to what I have now. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so. I feel like now that I have the key pieces around me, I'm not, and I'm not the best player on the on the team. I feel like that that's what's making my game like more elevated. Do you like playing on the road to disappoint your fans, or do you prefer to get the home fans more excited when you make big plays, or do you prefer to get those road fans disappointed when you make big plays? It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both because. Uh, with Stockton and um, what other teams that I don't like? <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of there's, <laughs> there's a, a lot, lot of NJAC teams. Like. So in Jersey City, mm-hmm. in Jersey City, Stockton and Jersey City, I like getting them upset because like they're they're just like us, Avron. Like they're crazy, they're rowdy. You know what I'm saying? But like just to like shut them up, mm-hmm. like and it's like a close game, and I hit a three, and they just silent. Uh, that's just that's blessings. And then like when we're home. Oh, I feed off that energy. I feed off the home crowd's energy. And I think that's what makes me play to a, a certain degree. Yeah. And I want to go back to Eric Brennan just because this year it you guys had last year, you had Coach Crispin. Mm-hmm. This year you have Eric Brennan. What what is, is the defense the main difference that you yes. that you see between them? Oh yes, most definitely. Uh E B takes really, really good pride in locking your man down, um, strapping him ninety four feet. Right out, like, as soon as the ball come out the basket, like, 94 feet, getting into his grill. Um, and I think, like, with EB, like, his, like, principles on defense is much better than Christmas. Even though Christmas is a very good, you know what I'm saying, coach, but Christmas is, like, it's two different coaches. Yeah. Christmas is the offensive coach, but you still got to play D now. You know what I'm saying? Don't get the twist. You still got to play D with Christmas. But it's more like the offensive scheme. But, like, EV is more defensive and then offense because he feel like defense wins championships. So That's that's definitely a great mentality to have as a coach. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into your teammates a little bit. I, okay. got, I got two questions about your teammates. Which one do you get along with the most? Ooh, I mean, Ron Amelia. Amelia. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't give him a lot of credit just because he doesn't, you know what I'm saying, play a lot. He's like the heart of the team in my eyes. Um, he's always cheering on his teammates, no matter if he gets in or not. He always has a positive energy that can't be unmatched. You know what I'm saying? And he always, you know what I'm saying, just lifts everybody up. Say if we're like, we was down, I don't know what it was. I, it was at Rutgers Camden. We wasn't playing good in the first half. And it was like, Five-point game, five- to ten-point game. Normally, we, like, you know what I'm saying, no disrespect to Camden, but we probably 20-ball them at half, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but we wasn't playing good, and Rodgers came in the locker room where everybody was down. It was like, yo, pick it up. We're going to be good, da 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 And then we won by 25, 25-30. So, um, but another teammate I think I have a good relationship with is um, Marcellus Ross. Oh, okay. That's yeah. my boy. Uh, <laughs> me and him. We go way back, actually. We played in high school against nice. each other. Uh, he played at St. Joe's Hamilton, and I went to KMA Tech. So we was in the same 
Cal League, and uh, we both got 2,000. So we always, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like just reminisce a little bit yeah, high, yeah. about high school and just to see if we was on the same team in high school, that would have been, been like amazing. You did, know what I'm saying? Did you beat Mar in your high school matchups? No. no. I never beat Mar. I really? never beat Mar. I wow. never beat Mar. We always had like a scoring battle though. So like say I get uh, I get 30, he'll get 27. Wow. If I get 35, he'll get 30. Or vice versa, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So me and him have like a really good like relationship on and off the court. So I want to turn things to Jazir Noel because he was on the Roan Sports Review last year. He talked to Danny Ryan, who was our past sports director. Mm-hmm. And Danny asked him this question, who has the best and worst aux skills on your team? So I wanted to see what your perspective on who has the best and worst aux skills on your team is. Aux skills? Yeah, like who like who does get aux, who doesn't get oh, aux. aux skills. Yeah, aux, <laughs> aux, yeah. <laughs> um... Me, I I, yeah, I have I have the best hawks. I'm not. They say I don't have the best hawks because I play Uzi a lot and Cardi a lot. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. My my playlists range from Cardi to like Gunna, mm-hmm. little baby. Like I have everybody. I saw the free playlist. the free one to post on your Twitter. Yeah, like come on, man. I, I I have everybody that everybody listens to, like Rilo, like. Mm-hmm. Who else? No cap. Mm-hmm. Like everybody listens to like different people, so like I don't keep one person on you know say on my playlist. So, but who are you not giving aux to? Who I'm not giving aux to? Probably uh, M's Ryan M's. Really? Yeah, <laughs> probably Ryan M's. Or what's he play? Uh, he plays. He doesn't play hype music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he plays more. Mellow. I, I don't have a problem with mellow music, you know what I'm saying? But like, it's not the time, mood for a game. Yeah, not nah, not not the mood. Yeah, and you are a huge uh, Uzi fan. I saw all the pink tape stuff that oh, yeah. you that you uh, posted on your Twitter. But who out of all the music artists, I guess, inspires you the most to just keep going? Um, to keep going really is um, Gunna and Uzi, um, but mostly Uzi. You know what I'm saying? But see, with Gunna, like. Everybody knows what happened with Gunner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Saying he's da, da 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 Not a lot of people, not a lot of rappers can save their, you know what I'm saying, career. Or how, like, Gunner went through that. Like, nobody can, like, really, you know what I'm saying, come back from that. And to see Gunner, like, say, F the noise, um, I'm going to just be me, and my fans are going to love me for who I am. And I think that's what he really showing. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, with Uzi... Uzi got me through too many rough times, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, with the way life goes. That's a particular song. That's what really, you know what I'm saying? That's why I think Uzi's, like, the best rapper because, like, I can relate to him so well. So. Yeah, and he's got that spacey vibe, too. Yeah, that, that, I really that like. too. And, like, he, he don't care what people think of him. He, like, he no. really don't care what people think. And, um, you know, and I just really, really, like, appreciate that because he really is my idol and, like, with, with the music aspect. So last few things, uh, I want to talk about um, your love for Philly sports. Yeah. So I want I wanted your uh, your thoughts on the Phillies this past year. <sighs> <laughs> right. I know we're, I'm going through the same thing, <laughs> same 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 boat. But yeah. Um, but yeah, they were they were up three two, and then they went back home and couldn't pull it off. I'm assuming you watched both those games. I watched the whole series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, Kimball. <laughs> 
not a fan of him anymore? No. <laughs> like, I was really rooting for him. Like, a yeah. lot of people was dissing him, you know what I'm saying? I was really rooting for him. But when he gave up three home runs in the, was it the seventh inning or the eighth inning? It was the eighth inning, yeah. He gave up three runs mm-hmm. and then it switched, like, the pit. I don't, I don't play, I don't do baseball, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't, I don't play baseball. But he didn't switch up the pitch. Yeah. His location was <laughs> yo, just not there. <laughs> like, yo, I was so bad because, like, with Philly sports, we always have to be in a dogfight. We can never just close somebody out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate to bring up the Astros, but the Astros really, you know what I'm saying, take people out when when it when it needs to be. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I was just really irritated, especially with our batting. Like our hitting, yeah, our hitting was quiet. We in was six one and seven. for what twenty eight? They one, said for the top four people. Yeah, I'm like that can't happen. We no. can't win with that. We can't like. There's nothing else like the closing pitchers can do. Like there's really nothing. If if your offense isn't hitting, there's no point. There's exactly. no point of that. So I want to talk to you about James Harden now. How do you feel about him leaving? Listen, with James Harden, I don't like him right now, mm-hmm. but. For a business standpoint and the money aspect, I understand why he said Derrick Moore is a liar. I can I completely understand because you don't promise some somebody one thing, and then you don't you know what I'm saying keep up you like your end of the bargain. So I understand where he came from, but at the end of the day, he older than me. He a grown man. You already making millions. What are you really mad about? And right, I can understand if he was playing good. And like the series that we lost to Boston, I can understand that. But he only had two good games. Yeah, the game that we really needed him. Where was James Harden? Crickets. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I'm like, kind of like iffy, fifty fifty about him because, like, listen, you're complaining, saying that you know, saying that you was like you was on a leash. I know you seen that, John. Like, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that happened just yesterday. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? You had the ball majority of the time. Doc wasn't <laughs> telling you to pass. Joel and beat the ball the whole time, like play ball. Yeah, and you wasn't doing that, and you was you was hella inconsistent. <laughs> like you was hella inconsistent. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't understand why why he said that. I didn't yeah. understand that. And I was very that was I think that was shots at Embiid. Really, Embiid and Maxi. I think so. Wow. I, I, to me, I saw it as a shot as or a shot at Doc Rivers as oh, well. Oh yeah, Doc Rivers too. But like Doc, like Doc's not on the floor. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I don't believe in that. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, you hear the coach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do what the coach said, da da da. But when it comes down to crunch time, that's when the superstars take over. Damn all the noise, <laughs> like what the coach be saying. Like, that's when you get a bucket, and we just always keep falling short. How do you think that Clippers team is going to do since they added Harden? I mean, they got Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi, but the biggest problem is they got to stay healthy. Yeah, I'm not really worried about it because um, it's the same thing with the Clippers. For the past what five years, five to four years, or mm-hmm. four to five years, they can't stay healthy. But mm-hmm. as soon as they get to like, till we get to like fifty-four games, Kawhi's either out, Paul George is either out. You know what I'm saying? And then the only person that's really healthy that can stay consistent is Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook can you know what I'm saying carry a team, but like he can't really carry like he used to at OKC. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I'm not really worried. <laughs> I'm not really worried because the West is stacked already, and they got to make it out the West. They're not in our conference, so I don't really care. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I ain't really worried. So we're going to switch over to the gridiron. Um, tush Push. Yeah. 
Yes, no. I mean, I, I mean, oh, yeah. Nick Sirianni has been very vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's just something that teams have to stop at this point? And they, some other teams have proven that they can't even pull it off like the right. Eagles do. Um, listen, with the Tuskers, don't let us get to fourth and one. <laughs> like, don't let <laughs> or us even get third to, and one. Yeah, or third and one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people just don't like the Tuskers. I'd say the brotherly love. The brotherly show. Yeah, that's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like people are just mad that they really can't do it. Like, people are generally mad, like, we got the best O-line in the game. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And one of the for, strongest quarterbacks, too. Exactly. For so long, like, the Eagles, like, we was good, you know what I'm saying? But we could never get over that hump. So people try to look down on us, da-da-da, and try to blame our fans, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying, for the Eagles play. That don't make no sense to me, you know what I'm saying? But the, the brotherly shove... Nobody should be in that. Um, it's a football play. Just stop us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People yeah. saying well, we fumbled with uh, Washington. Yeah, we, we didn't. didn't get it. People saying they stopped it. No, Jalen Hurts just hit it off the butt of uh, yeah. uh, of Johnson. Exactly. That wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But That's not, they didn't do that. Exactly. We did that to ourselves. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know what I'm saying? The brotherly shove, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have been, like, it shouldn't be up, like, Discussion for like getting banned. I don't think that that's corny to me because if if the Cowboys was doing it, oh nobody would say nothing. Yeah, it's the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. we play the Cowboys this week. We're ready. We're ready. Yeah, and they <laughs> come. Like they I come say. to the link too. Four twenty five. We're ready. Yeah, <laughs> they're seven and one as well. So mm-hmm. do you think that there there's anyone in their way? Is there like a team to beat? They have a hard schedule coming up after the bye week, or actually starting this week. Yeah, they have the Cowboys. Then they have their bye. Mm-hmm. Then after that, they have the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Then 49ers, Bills are in the conversation in their schedule as well with the Seahawks. Yeah. So where do you see the Eagles going first in the playoff seating and then how far they go in the playoffs? Um, I feel like at the end of, you know what I'm saying, like the season, we're going to be the number one seed of the NFC. Um, with the 49ers getting uh, Chase Young, that's tough. <laughs> like I feel like with the 49ers getting Chase Young, they they didn't get what they needed, I feel like. Yeah. They add another pass rusher, but they yeah. had the pass rushing. Right. They have to make sure that they can get the receivers. Right. Uh, because Jalen Hurts is mobile. Exactly. You know? so. Exactly. So I'm not really worried about – the only reason why I just wanted to give credit, you know what I'm saying, what credit is due because, like, you know what I'm saying, Chase Young, he's he a good player. But, like, recently he hasn't been like the Chase Young from two years ago. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, but like with the Eagles, um, yeah, I think we're going to be all right. Um, I'm not really worried about the Bills. You know what I'm saying? They have to come to Philly and we wear our Kelly Greens that night. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really worried. Um, I think we're going to be pretty good. I think overall our, um, our record is going to be like 14 to three. In my opinion, I think it's going to be 14 to three. Um, our back three, our last three games are two against the Giants and the Cardinals, yeah, so that's so, good for us. You see, always see how the Giants are playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, they what can't saying? score <laughs> exactly. So, I think we don't have a pretty good run. Um, but if we do play like how we played against Washington, like our defense, we can get burnt by the Buffalo Bills and Cowboys. So I feel like that's just that's just the only thing we need to clean up. Other than that, I don't really see nobody being us. I. Personally, I don't see it. I, <laughs> I thought it was the 49ers. I thought it was the Chiefs. You see the 49ers just lost three straight to mediocre teams. 
If that was us, oh my God. Oh my goodness. Everybody would be on our case. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really see anybody being us. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, thank you for coming on the Roman Sports Review. And uh, have a great rest of your day. It was Yo, great talking to you. Me. Thank you for having me. Of course. I want to thank Josh Wright again for coming on the Rowan Sports Review and having a sit-down conversation about himself and the Rowan's men's basketball team. Thank you guys for tuning in and have a great rest of your day. <laughs>